When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, we're hanging out here in studio with Lori and Julia. It's 5 o'clock. We've got to get to a game with myself because Rocco's out, so let's sit back and enjoy, guys. All right, what is our game today? Gotta turn my mic on here for pop culture Jeopardy today. Yes, I don't feel I don't feel Lori, confident. Lori, well, this one is Lori, shook. you. I'm sure you pickled me last time okay. we played. So just pickled you. You skunked me. You've done everything. So I can't even believe you worry when you're sitting across from me. No, Julia, we have different I, skill sets. Yeah, I just feel my brain feels pickled today. She's pickled. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's okay. Well, if you want to have the five drinks before you show, yeah, up, right, Lori, come on. <laughs> Everything about okay. All right, okay. what do we got, Grant? All right, you guys. Well, it is the U.S. Army's two hundred forty seventh birthday today. Oh, Lori, you'll get this. You're you're a member of the military, sort of. Yeah, well, son, I'm a member of the SAL, Sons of the American Legion. Oh, there you go. Yeah, for my but I won't. This is so. This is going to be interesting. Rocco gave me this. We're going to be using some IMDb descriptions about movies about the U.S. Army. So you guys are going to hear the IMDb description. Okay. And you're going to have to give me a movie about the U.S. Army here. So in 2008, the this picture won Best Picture during the Iraq War. A sergeant recently assigned the Hurt to- Locker. Nice there job. Wow. Very good. Very Jeremy good. Jeremy Renner. Yes. Okay. That was a good movie. Catherine Bigelow. That was the that's first right. female director that won something in a long, isn't long it? Like, time. Long time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about the ma- land mines in Iraq. Mm-hmm. That's that a all, great movie. That are kind of like leftover. Yeah. It's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Very good movie. Okay. Well, nice job, Julia, for the start here. Let's go on to 1989. Paralyzed in the Vietnam War, Ron Kovic becomes oh, an Forrest Gump. Born on the 4th of July. That is correct. Oh, Born on That's the- another great... Now, Tom Cruise was great in that movie and he was, was robbed yeah. of an... He should have won. He, he should have been nominated. Yeah. He's never been nominated for an Academy Ooh, Award. Wow. He yeah. was so good in that. that. That was an excellent movie. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Now, in 1998, following the Normandy landings, a group of U.S. soldiers... D-Day. Go behind... Band of and- Brothers... No, nope, go behind the enemy lines to retrieve a paratrooper Dunkirk. whose no. brothers have been killed in Saving action. Private Ryan. There you go. Ah. Yep, that one. We talked about was this Was it movie. just 1999? 1998. And uh, ah. what was it, like two weeks ago, Lori? We talked mm-hmm. about the 74th anniversary of D-Day. Yeah. I think it was a couple yeah. weeks ago. So, Okay, so where are we at, guys? What are you Two to one, Lori's one. one. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the next one. 1981, Two Friends who are dissatisfied with their jobs, decide to join... But, um, 
Um, did you join the um, army for fun? Oh, no, 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 no. Meatballs. No, 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 no. no. I think you guys might have said I'm signing up for the one with the condos. I'm Goldie Hawn. Ivan Ritman. Private Benjamin. Nope. Ivan Ritman directs Bill Murray and Harold Ramis. I I was going to say, I thought you already said it, but there was so many going on back and forth. I said stripes. Yes, yes. That's a classic, isn't it? Mm, yes, it is. <laughs> Although I haven't seen it in years and years, so I don't know. Does it hold up? That's what I was going to ask you guys. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I think haven't it, seen it. I don't I know. I was in love, though, with Private Benjamin. <laughs> Goldie Hawn and Armand Ansante. When she's like, I didn't sign up for this army. I signed up for the one with the condos and the good views. Don't you remember yes. how funny? Yeah, she was, was brilliant. Yes, she was. All right, it's three to one. Three to one. Going on to the fifth one here. We're going to 1970 for this one, you guys. Oh, boy. Robert Altman directs this movie. Apocalypse Now. Mash. Damn it. Julie. I mean, Lori. Wow. Damn it. I, I knew didn't it even was get... one or the other. Elliot Gold, Donald Sutherland star, the staff of a yeah. Korean war field hospital use humor and high jokes to keep their sanity in the face of horror in the horror of war. Mash. Nice job. You guys are getting these pretty, pretty good. So let's move on to 1990. This picture was Best Picture winner. Lieutenant John Dunbar assigned to remote Western Civil War outpost befriends wolves and Native Americans. Dancing with wolves. That's a tie, right? That's a tie. Nice job, you guys. Kevin Costner. John Dunbar. And now he's John Dutton. Yeah. Isn't that funny? (laughs) That is crazy. Isn't that funny? Yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize. And no one names their kids John anymore, do they? Have you met a John? A baby named John? one. No, not not lately. No, you no, don't. No. And there were so many Johns. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's go to 1989, you guys. We're going a little fast on these. Matthew Broderick and Denzel Washington star in this movie. Oh, Robert so Gould good. Shaw. It's company. It's mm-hmm. Glory. Glory. That's Glory. It. That is correct. Read the whole thing. Cause yes. We're- Robert Gould Shaw leads the U.S. Civil War's first all-black volunteer company, fighting prejudice from both his own Union Army and the Confederates. Glory, I watched this in my U.S. history class in high school. It's a great, oh, yeah, it's, it's a, a great movie. Mm-hmm. Great movie, great movie. That might have been the first time I saw Matthew Broderick other than uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off as a kid. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think, he, and I think there are people who thought his career would go in a different direction with that movie. I think so too. And he really hasn't been in. Mm-mm. He became really a Broadway star versus an, you know. Right, and I Denzel got nominated. That was his first nomination. He was like came out of felt like nowhere because he was like twenty nine. Oh, That's a great. It's movie. a great movie. Five to three, Julia. Yeah. Five to three. Okay. So we've got. Uh, looks like we've only got nine total here. All right, let's go to nineteen eighty six. Charlie Sheen platoon. Play- Let's get through the thing here. You Just read it for us. Charlie so- Sheen plays Chris Taylor, a recruit in Vietnam who finds himself caught in a battle. Of wills between two sergeants, a good one and an evil one, played mm. by Tom uh, Berenger and mm. Willem Dafoe. Oh That's yeah, I forgot right. Willem is in that. I don't think I've seen that. Really? What? I mean, not. I think years ago I did, but yeah, I, I don't really remember that know. one. Yeah. Dude, the inter, the in, the guys love scene. that this movie. Oh man, when they do the the whole you know like boot camp and they're all standing mm-hmm. there. The only thing that comes from Texas is steers, and I'm not going to say the next part because yeah. I can't on the radio. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. There's so many. Funny parts in that movie that would not float, I don't think, today. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Finally, moving on to the last one here. 1980, we're going to, you guys. A sheltered young high society woman joins the United Private States. Private Benjamin. Benjamin. There you yeah, we said go. That. <laughs> okay, read the full, read the full uh, thing. So description. A, sh- a, sh- uh, a sheltered young high society woman joins the United States Army on a whim and finds herself in a tricky, tricky situation trickier situation than she's ever expected it stars goldie hans so. remember and she did like that 
that in Private Benjamin. She did Overboard, and she did the movie where she met Swing Chris, shift. Kurt Russell when they first met. She was she is such a great. She was the top of the box for comi- a few years. There. Comedic yeah. Bird on a Wire with Mel Gibson, which was First great. Wives Club. First Wives Club, the book club, which they're filming right now. Let's go to talk about. I think we're done, Grant. Right? No, we. I found one more that okay. I remembered here. So this one's kind of been relevant lately. 1997. We're going to you guys. A female senator succeeds in enrolling a woman into. Uh, combined Renaissance team training. Where G.I. Jane? There you go. You know what? I liked that movie. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, People right? gave I it. I never saw it. Oh, I liked it. You did? I liked it. Remember, yeah. Demi Moore was so hot with, yeah. you know, Indecent Proposal, G.I. Jane. Yeah, she was on she the She did the stripper one. There, right. Burlesque, or what was hers called? It was like... Indecent um, Proposal. Yes. But the, what was the one where she was the dancer? Um, Charlie's Angel? No, mm. she wasn't in there. No, that was, um, oh, that was g- Girls. Um, yes. I'll find out one second. All right. But she was on a hot streak for a while, too. Good no Lord. No one can stay at the top no one, all the time. No one, strip tease. Yes, that was it. Strip, strip tease. So here we go. Here's another one. This, okay. one's, this one's out of this world a little bit. Uh, this one looks like it dates to uh, 1994. Two misguided youths join the reserves to make some money for their entrepreneurial dreams. No sooner than do they finish basic training are they called out to do to serve in a war. It stars Charlie, not Charlie Sheen. Um, oh my God, I'm just meatballs. Nope. Uh, Polly Shore, Andy Dick. This I is never like would really, have seen it with oh, these guys. I never a, would have seen it. No. It's called either. In the Army Now. It was a oh. really bad movie where it's kind of like Stripes, but right. Polly Shore's edition of it. Really bad, but I'm just trying to. In the Army Now. No, we're good. More. You know, one of the things I was thinking of you guys, Laura, you won. So good for you, discombobulated or not. You still, you still kick my butt. <laughs> um, one of the things I was thinking, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but we didn't talk about it, was about how. You know, Charlie Sheen and Denise Richards have those two girls, Lola and I can't think of Sammy. Name, Sammy. Mm-hmm. And so there's Sammy was one that went and lived with Charlie Sheen for a while and was she's going. She's the oldest. She's the oldest. Yeah. Um, But she just turned 18. Uh-huh. And now she's back living with her mom and she's an 18 year old and her mom let her start an account called, is it Adults Only Grant? Only Fans. Only Fans. Only Fans, yes. Which is a sexual account. It could be. It may not be. I mean, but for the most part, can you think of anything that's on there that doesn't have a sexual connotation? Well, you're right. Most likely, it's sexual. The most money is made in the sexual. She's 18. She can decide to do this. Oh, I know. It's got nothing to do with your parents. No, I know. But she lives at home. I'm just thinking. Yeah, but you don't. You don't automatically throw whose house she's. Oh, I'm not throwing this. But I mean, that would be hard. She's 18. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I know like my dad would say to me, oh, you can't live you, in my house 100%. and have this thing, you know, you so move she, out. yeah, I know my dad would have said same, that 100% yeah. if you think that I would have said it to my kids, but you know, obviously Denise Richards doesn't feel that way. Yeah. Well, and to be honest with you, if, if, if it's not, if it's not too bad for you to be thrown out of your house for at least the, my friends that are on it, the couple, which I've told you about, yes. yeah. if they were thrown out of their house, they could buy a house. No problem with how much money they make on this place. Oh my God. I mean, I'm talking for a simple three minute video of the two of them, maybe just on top of each other, kissing a little bit with no showing of anything. Yeah. They could get 450 to 500 bucks for doing just three minutes of them. On, yeah. 
Yeah. All right, look at the well, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, a, it's a car payment in so three minutes. <laughs> I'm not going to get involved in Denise and Charlie right, but and I Sammy's just I dispute. know your dad wouldn't have let you do this. Well, he would have just, yeah, oh, if it was no. something. But if he would know, even know about it. Well, there, there's the other thing. Yeah, that's yeah. the other yeah. thing. How there, would you even know about it? There you go. Oh, look at you. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Right, when we come back, it's time for the Dirt Alert. Hello, Holly. Hi, Holly. Hello, Lori and Julia. Oh, we're discombobulated city over here. We're going to a show tonight. I got in a car accident on the way to work today. I know, Holly. What? You know that territorial Cromwell, you know, that intersection where people don't realize that the streets that come, you know, that things have, yes, they have a stop sign and no one else does. And this person forgot that they had a stop sign okay well i hope that you are all right yeah everybody's everybody's okay but i really has shook me up today it did as it would yeah i know oh my goodness okay well Well, what's and then you know i was already uh like just genuinely perplexed about amber heard giving another interview or sitting down and calling johnny depp a a liar Again. again Yeah, that's fascinating uh, tactics there over on Team Amber Heard. So the the interview that you're referring to is happening with Savannah Guthrie Mm -hmm. over at the Today Show, which, by the way, her husband was a PR consultant for Johnny Depp. And Savannah is a lawyer. And the the part they played today, I mean, Savannah just basically, you know, sliced and diced her because Amber is talking in circles to a journalist who's a lawyer. Now, did both of you watch parts yeah. of this? We watched the whole yes, thing, we the whole did. 20 minutes the they thing. showed. Oh, my goodness. Well, the full interview is going to be on Dateline yeah. on Friday night on NBC. And so your impressions are essentially Well, why? I just don't understand why she did it, and I don't understand why her team, publicity-wise, thought this was a good idea, thought it was a good idea to sit down with Savannah Guthrie, whose husband does work on Johnny Depp's PR team, and she herself is a lawyer. And Amber Heard just, I mean, she could get sued all over again. For this interview. Uh, yeah, well, the full thing <sighs> is going to be on Dateline on Friday. Yeah, and the, the, the Today Show, dribs and drabs. Well, just, she yeah. just looks foolish. Yeah, I thought, I just, I don't understand the strategizing behind this. Well, there is some Amber Heard-related news making headlines today. Yeah. There is a rumor that Amber Heard had been let go from her role in Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. However, yes. that's not true. Okay. A source tells Variety that she has not been cut from the movie, and a spokesperson for Amber Heard says to the publication that the rumor mill continues as it has from day one, inaccurate, insensitive, and slightly insane, end quote, from the Heard team. You know what? She's being slightly insane. She's the one who told us she... told the jury she wanted her all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey steven diener hosted the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uap uapodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Life back. And now she thinks that she has some First Amendment right to, to speak up. I mean, she's got to, I don't know. I just, I think there's something wrong with her. Oh, well, if you, again, full interview. This Friday on Dateline NBC. Uh, Got a game show, a reality competition series. Lori and Julia, I don't know if you're going to be interested in auditioning for this. A real-life Squid Game series. I saw that. No, what does that even mean? I know it. I saw that. What does that mean? Good question, Lori. (laughs) Now, Julia, did you watch Squid Game? Of course, we both did. Loved it. But I initially started watching it and thought, nope. But then I went back. And then you you were finally like, okay, that yep. was a journey worth taking. Yep. Yeah. Well, yesterday it was announced that we're getting a second season of Squid Game. And today it was announced that Squid Game The Challenge has been ordered by Netflix. This is a new reality competition series that will have 456 players competing in a series of games for the chance to win $4.56 million. Whoa. Whoa. Now, Netflix claims that the payout is the largest lump sum cash prize in television history. Although, uh, the Hollywood Reporter noting that the X Factor has given out recording contracts worth $5 million. And, uh, yeah, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Gonna be 10 episodes. They've released a teaser trailer. And also, if you want to audition, auditions are now open. You go to squidgamecasting.com for Squid Game the Challenge. I, I wonder even what skill set you would need. Yeah, well, I don't know. They're seeking contestants from around the world. Uh, oh, I love that. <laughs> now, they must be English speaking, according to the casting. And the language rule just is because gameplay directions are given over a speaker. And every player needs to be able to understand what's being said. Now, players, you know, of course, they can speak other languages. It's just uh, they got to follow the rules in English. And uh, other language versions might be produced if enough people are watching Squid Game The Challenge. Well, listen, it was TBD. a brilliant show. TBD yeah. is right. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, they say that it's not clear on how the $4.56 million will be distributed. Now, I did not watch Squid Game, but from what I know of Squid Game, I don't know if I'd want to be in a reality competition no, series. No, no, That's no. why I'm saying what <laughs> skill set you would need. Right. Oh, TBD, as you said. Yeah. TBD. Uh, Bradley Cooper's opening up about his cocaine addiction in his 20s. So this is on a new podcast. This is with uh, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. And Bradley Cooper is talking about uh, going into a pretty dark place after he was demoted on the show Alias in the mm-hmm. 2000s. He said, I was so lost and so addicted to cocaine. That was the other thing. He said, my se- severed Achilles tendon right after I got fired and quit Alias. So it was just kind of a one-two punch for him. He also, yeah. yeah, he said that he coped with zero self-esteem and struggled with chemical abuse. But he did say that he got benefit uh, and uh, some help from Will Arnett. Yeah, I I, I think uh, he's it's it was an interesting conversation because I guess these guys have all known each other forever. And they were, you mm-hmm. know, really able to like go deep.
Yeah, and a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, right now, Bradley Cooper is currently in New York filming Maestro, which is the biopic of composer Leonard Bernstein. Right. The biopic we didn't know we wanted or needed. I feel like that's TBD, too. But yeah. you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all right. Well, speaking of, you know, we I mentioned this in the 3 o'clock hour, Dirt, uh, Dirt Alert update. Bradley Cooper, I believe that he's probably attached to produce Joker 2 coming our way. The musical. With Lady Gaga. We don't, we'd have no idea I, what that's going to be about. This is the strangest uh, idea. Like, I'm trying to figure out what the pitch, you know, like the pitch, like that they're thinking that this is like so brilliant. Right. Joker goes Broadway. So right. the story leaked in the trades today. Well, it was previously reported that Todd Phillips, the writer and director of Joker, he teased that Joker 2 is getting ready to go. And now it's being reported that Lady Gaga is in negotiations to star as Harley Quinn. And if she gets cast in this movie, it's going to be a musical. Mm. It's just weird. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know what are going to do. Uh, over on Netflix, Lincoln Lawyer is getting a second season. Now, I have either of you guys watched Loved the show? It. Loved, Loved it. Loved it. Fantastic. Well, the f- first season, a hit. It's in the top 10 on Netflix right now. I think that's why Nev Campbell also had the. Uh, you know, the stamina or the what, you know, wherewithal to say, no, I'm not going to take your crappy offer to scream because she's in the Lincoln Lawyer. Exactly. Now, uh, David E. Kelly is going to be show running and executive producing the second season of the it's Lincoln so Lawyer. Good. He's going to be stepping back from Big Sky over at ABC a little bit. Uh, apparently, he's going to be a little less involved, but he's spread very thin. He's involved in a lot of shows. Yes, he is. And he, you know. Does a good job. Yeah, he does. He really does. Now, The Lincoln Lawyer was developed for CBS back in 2019. Then it got moved over to Netflix. And by all means, you guys love it, right? Loved. Yeah, it's Loved. Michael Conley. Um, yeah. The Lincoln Lawyer is Harry Bosch's half-brother. Exactly. Just FYI. If you, and that's if you follow gr- the uh, book series by Michael Conley, oh. and you like Bosch. Is it really in real life? In, no, in seri- you're just... In the book series. Yeah, the Lincoln Lawyer I, is Harry Bosch's half-brother. Wow. I never knew that. That's a connection. The more you know. Uh, yeah, that's right. Thank you, Holly. Thanks, you're Holly. That's study. This is the study of duh with noted academic journal skimmer Lori. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, Doi. Lori, mm-hmm. what does everybody know? Well, what does everybody, everybody knows everybody? that you'll be discombobulated the, uh, when you get in a car accident for the rest of the day. You'll just be very anxious <laughs> all day long. Yes, that's true. I, it's it's kind of a. It sends you for. Uh, it does. It, it, it rocks your world a little bit. It does. It yep. makes you unsettling. Lori got in a car accident on the way to work today. Yeah, I'm like two blocks from her. If only you know, I'd left two minutes later. I'm right. so glad this didn't happen yesterday when I was driving around with my mom, right. taking her dog to the vet. Right. Oh. You know. You uh, go through all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Do. I'm, so I'm glad that it was just me alone in my car, and that me and the other driver were okay. But yep. it was just like. Um, because it wasn't a slow one. I mean, that's what's scary. I mean, she ran a stop sign and you were not expecting it at all. And there it is. Yeah. So that's scary. Yeah. Of course, it shakes yeah. you up. Yeah. We want to. Um, I haven't had a car accident in a very long time. Your last one was on a frontage road in your Jeep. 
Your yeah. black Jeep Cherokee. Look at how I know this mm-hmm. about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on Snelling Avenue in 94. That's 20 yeah. years of being yeah. on the radio together. Yeah. How no, long it's have just, you been friends? How yeah, long? 31 each other. years. Yeah, 31 yeah. years. This and is family. just, I know. That one was scary, too. That one, you messed up your neck a little bit. I remember. My neck has never been the same. No, I remember that. I, I, there's nothing happening because uh, I had a, my car was the bigger one. Yeah. And, uh, but I just, it's, it's that was just a, giving me shaky boots I all day it. that, I, you know, it could have ended really badly, Yeah, you know, for the lady who didn't realize she had to stop. Yeah. You know, she was, in a she could have gotten, she could have gotten smashed by yeah. one of the big trucks that turn on 280 right, right there. Yeah. Right. Anyway, well, I'm shook. Yeah. I know you are. I'm shook, ladies and gentlemen. I know you shook. I want to tell people about shooking up. Okay. Because tonight we're going to shake a little. Yeah. We're going to New Kids on the Block at Excel with In Vogue yeah. and Salt and Pepper, which was the name of my tennis the gal and I. She had dark hair and salt and pepper. pepper. She okay. goes, let's be salt and pepper. And I'm like, okay. It. And um, when you go tonight, because we've been talking about it on and off today at the Excel, they do accept wristlets. So if you have a wristlet purse, you know, it goes around your wrist, it has the hand thing, but the size of your hand. Yep. It's got to okay. be pretty small. Well, look at my hands. Yeah. yeah, Like a, like a, like a wallet with a, yeah. with a wristband. Yes, exactly. So those are accepted I, tonight. Yeah. I just, you know, I've, I've invested a fortune in crossbody concert bags. I know you're bitterly like, disappointed at the fact that, that they, you can't use them anymore. That I can't use them anymore. And why not? Yes, because it's just a lie. I mean, they, first we all went and bought the dumb plastic purses. I know. I have the that one. I have the Viking Skull one with yeah. the backpack that's oh, yeah. clear. Yeah. We did all go buy those. Yes. Yeah. And then the Harley bag that was crossbody clear. Anyway, okay, here is a study of duh. Tell me. Okay, this is like, you know, face fatigue. This We can file this under health and medical and psychological. Um, but basically... <laughs> This is where we're filing this study from. Okay. Um, uh, because video chatting skyrocketed in the yes, last two years. Did. Zoom meetings became a, a cool, or not a cool thing. Just but it was the way of the land. The way of the land. And it, this was published in Clinical Psychology, Psychological Science. And basically staring at yourself during video chats may put you in a bad, bad mood. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It is well, you, you never we haven't even like done it, really. Yeah, you don't even feel like you look good on those things. You no, know? that's the reason it puts you in a bad, bad mood. <laughs> that's right, because you can't, you're self-focused. You're looking at yourself, and then you're going to feel emotions that are consistent with things like anxiety or depression. You're not even following the conversation. You're not. You're yeah. self-conscious about that, and the more you stare at yourself while talking. So that's why a lot of people... Um, will like kind of shut off the camera, put yes. themselves, minimize it, or whatever. They find they're a better zoom meter oh, uh, if they're not focusing. Attendee, attendee, if they're not focused on. Um, I believe that on that. So I, I thought that was interesting, but at the same time, kind of study of da. Mm-hmm. You know. It is. It is. Because it is. I, I thought but, that we knew this, but they're studying it. They're looking it at it. Remember as a kid when you'd sit in front of the mirror and look at yourself and put on makeup? I mean, I, the only time. But, you know, you used to be. It was fun to look in the mirror and like, oh, what's going on here? But the more self-focused that a person is, something that's not good horrible. either. It yeah. would be horrible. Yeah. And in Zoom, you know, that was like had 10 million, um, you know, uh 
calls in December of 2019, and then by April of 2020, $300 Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So A good friend of our son worked there. At Zoom? Uh Uh-huh. You're going to see her tonight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He had some nice stock options. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. good. That's good. Because when he got hired there, um, before all of this, Mm -hmm. they just kept throwing, well, we'll give you these stock options. We'll give you this. We'll give you that, you know, stock, stock, stock. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, okay. Well, this might be going. This might be going along with the Zoom thing, but um, four in five millennial men are insecure about their looks. You guys, it's got to be the Zoom thing. First of all, when you have to look at yourself that much, and then you have to present content or be think mm-hmm. actively, I think it's discombobulating. Like you said, Lori. Yes. Yeah, but well, that's too bad. Yeah. I don't want anyone to be insecure about how they look. Well, it's man securities, insecurities, whatever you want to call them. It's a self-conscious generation, and it's just too much self-reflection. And and it's via social media. It's via this. It's via that. But there's a lot of okay, fair enough, fair enough, All fair right. enough. Okay, here's a now this one I um, really. Uh, picked out it because of my dad you know my dad he absolutely is delighted when somebody calls him cheap the cement wallet that he's tight alligator arms yeah i and i've always had this theory this is so funny that he loves this oh he does and i've had this theory that people who are cheap cheap quote unquote mm-hmm. They take delight in their name, and sure enough, what do I find okay, out? That is not serious. 54% of people who consider themselves bargain hunters say being called cheap is the highest compliment they can get. Okay, that's just flat out weird. Now, uh-huh. how, yeah. what is that psyche? How do you go down that path? That's well, weird. It just, I don't it know. It confirms what they know about themselves? That's right. They're proud to be labeled a bargain hunter. They're proud well, that they're not paying. Well, bargain hunter is different than cheap. Well, but they don't even care. Like, that's what many people, you know, when do you ever say, like, have you ever described my dad as being a bargain hunter? No, we describe him as being cheap. Only via you. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, just, this is your experience. But I'm just saying yes. that when people are cheap, you don't usually say, oh, well, that... So and so, Sally is such a bargain hunter. Right. You usually behind their back refer to them as being right. cheap. Exactly. You know, look at all the time they waste with coupons, and you're like, well, they're saving money, and they love it. Yeah. Yes. But, got but it. the people who are saving money, they don't care. Call them cheap all day long. I got it. I love okay. it, Lori. I love it. So they just do not care. And in fact, this one study that they did said people would even, I don't know, now travel an hour to a store if they knew something was on sale there. Now with gas prices, I'm going to say that study is out the window. I was just going to say, exactly. (laughs) Uh Yeah, now you think about, do I really need to go over there? All right, we're going to take our last break. Okay, We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, there is something hitting Netflix tonight that I know people want to know about. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. Bring back the time, the latest New Kids on the Block collaboration with Salt and Pepper, Rick Astley, and In Vogue. And this will be one of those all plays because tonight, remember how the woman called in that would saw the, see the concert in Des Moines? Yeah. She said it starts out with new kids on the block and then they go in and out. So that's kind of cool. So that yeah. is, that's today. Thanks for playing that grant. Yeah. Josh um, helped me out with that one, actually. So, oh, yeah. thanks, Josh. But you know what, you guys? I think the coolest part about tonight is. You're going to be there and you're going to have fun because, you know, Lori had a little stressful drive. I know she did. And I know it's tough to go to something tonight, but just sit back and just have some fun. We're going to have some fun. Yeah, you are. And then when we get home, 
we can immediately yes. go to Netflix and watch and watch the documentary premiere of Halftime, the Jennifer Lopez behind oh, the scenes. Does that start tonight? Tonight. Yes. Drops tonight. Uh, her Super Bowl um, halftime show from 2020 follows her. She prepares for this spectacular as well as... I wonder if I'm going to watch this. After... Okay, I hate her. <laughs> I know you No, have... no. I just want to hit her. <laughs> You I, have why? talked about this so why? much, and I think I I've no. heard you say you're going to watch this. I know, I but no I, documentaries idea. are not always my favorite. You have no idea <laughs> how much stuff I have to hear about things, and then when it comes close to the date, wow. Well, it feels like I've watched it It already. reminds me of Two If By the Sea, or By the Sea with Brad Pitt and Angela. Oh, yeah, Jolie. I never saw that Corey either. talked about it incessantly, that they're going yeah. to the island of Malta. Right. No one films on Malta. Oh my God, it's going to be fabulous. Troy was filmed on Malta. All right, they're doing everything about this. I mean, on and on and on and on and, and on. I never saw it. She never watched it. I watched that miserable piece of crap, <laughs> which you could see their marriage breaking, breaking up. up and she, the filming. she wrote that story. Yeah, that's right. Which is about a marriage breaking up. It's- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Horrid. Oh, I can't imagine. Is he an alcoholic in that movie? I can't remember. Or I don't know. There's, there's some people yeah. thing going on. There's thin walls. Speaking I, of people. I... What? Did you hear about the story at the yeah. State Fair? Yeah, I did. Ooh. It's, it's... Lori, have you heard about this? I, I think I already feel dirty today from getting in a yeah, car we'll accident. Yeah, we'll talk about it later, oh, the peeps. this one's crazy. Yeah, we could talk about this another time. Right. But man, well, there's some dirtiness going on. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah, we're going to watch. Uh, but I'll we're going to watch Halftime. I'll watch it. But literally, Lori would do this. I mean, and I think of the Johnny Depp Dark <laughs> Shadows. Tanto. I did see Dark Shadows. Oh, you did. I did see But that. she would go on and on, and I'd just sit here like, why are we talking about this Sharon Stone show, too, Yeah, that you never watch? She never watches them. Did yeah. you ever see The Lost City? Yes. Okay. Oh, no. No, you didn't. I started I did. it. Yeah. I, with the Sandra D? No. Or Sandra, Sandra Bullock? Bullock. Sandra D. <laughs> Sandra D for the 50s. <laughs> no, Sandra Look Bullock was in me. it. And Channing yes, Tatum. I started watching it. I and loved I, it. I, watched, I was watching it with Casey, and then he was like, "I this is stupid. I hate it. This is one for you to watch on oh. your own. Oh. It's good. I it's thought good. it was fun. It's fun. Nowhere near yeah. romancing the stone, but still. No, fun. but it was still fun. I should have watched it with my mom, but I think she already watched it with my brother. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, another thing that's on tonight is on PBS, Brian Wilson, Along and Promised Road. This is American Master Series that they oh, do, and they do. That's um, going to be good. Um, he's, you know, whatever. I'm not telling you anything else. Okay. Um, other than that. We uh, did you guys ever? Has anyone oh, ever goodness. watched Gentleman Jack? No, but I watched the first series. It's that is a great show on HBO. It's a progressive period piece set in the 19th century about an unconventional relationship with this these two women, and um, it's really kind of a really cool story. Gentleman Jack, if anyone cares, that's all I got. 
Yeah. yeah like, that, that Brian Wilson long promise road. Yeah. That, that's from 2021. It seems pretty cool about the Beach Boys co-founder Brian yeah. Wilson. It follows Brian and the Rolling Stones editor Jason Fine as they drive around Los Angeles and visit locations from Brian's past. It's kind of got like a... Um, it's what, like when you take a Sunday drive and you show someone new where you grew up. Yes, but it also feels like almost famous a little bit. Oh. You know, with the Rolling Stone editor hanging right. out with a rock and roll band. Kane Hudson's going to appear in the back seat. That's that could be fun. That's on PBS, you said, huh? Yes, nice. that, that'll be fun. And yeah. Animal Kingdom comes back Sunday, Sunday. night. Sunday, Sunday. That's yes. the end, too. I think these it are is. the last. Uh, it is. That's such a great show. Sunday night TV dates are back. Mm-hmm. I love it. No, that is... That's a great show. I know. I just mm-hmm. haven't done it. Okay. So this, I don't know how a Twin Cities meteorologist is doing on Jeopardy, if he's still on it. Oh, look. Um, I don't know. But, but you know, because he I was doing well, somebody, Lori. Yes, I know. I did so hear that. this, I don't know if you heard this. Um, a contestant confuses Mick Jagger for Michael Caine. <laughs> And the viewers went crazy on Jeopardy. Well, more than anything, Mick got COVID and they had to cancel a European dates, a couple of dates. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he tested positive yesterday for COVID. So his bigger problem is not being, uh, you know, Mick Micklewhite or whatever Michael Caine's real name is. Sir the, Maurice Micklewhite. Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, oh, way to kill my story. Sorry, Jules. Yes. But I thought yes. you were going to lead with that Mick got COVID. No. Yeah. And they had to cancel. So, yeah, so did uh, Ringo Starr. And yes. They had to cancel theirs. And then the whole sad news about Toby Keith with his stomach cancer having to cancel his tour. Oh, and Justin geez. Bieber with his face uh, paralysis canceling like, his tour. Well, let's talk about Barbies <gasps> and Sunshine oh, and um, good new, kids on the new Kids on the Block and Happy Things. My goodness. Yeah, you guys are going to have fun tonight. Yeah, because this is our group, the people who just bid like one flat price. Yes, for, yeah. bids for kids. Bids for kids. And yeah. Sarah, Stephanie, Darcy, Kelly, and Amanda. Uh, you know who you are. Yeah, this will be, be fun. Be there or be square. This will be fun. I think so. I really do. If As long as our tickets work. <laughs> don't even joke about I'm it. I'm not. Don't yeah, even don't even don't joke even about joke it. About we don't it. even know. We, don't we spent even... like, what, 40 minutes right before the show? Oh, at just, least. At least. Just no, it, was, it might have been more. Oh, mm-hmm. man. And it we might... knew this was going to happen next week. I mean, last no, week, I knew, you said, you said, I you go, said, when you come back from your trip, we'll spend Tuesday figuring out what hoops we got to jump yep. through to make your phone But you just got in a car accident and added more stress to our day. Oh, good Lord. I know it. How about, okay, we don't have enough time to get into but that. But that uh, Jeopardy thing you were talking about yeah. from one day ago, it looks like here, Eric it's, is on a six-game winning streak. Woo! And I'm not going to say whether it has come to an end or not, because I think it might be airing today. Oh, but, perfect. Uh, Six-game win streak, and I've got the answer. Do you want me to tell you or not? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, because no, we don't want... There's a final question about Richard Nixon. Hey, oh, right. we don't want to do a spoiler alert, hey. because so many people are watching that show. Gaslit, yeah. are uh, they? Or <laughs> Jeopardy. Oh, or Jeopardy. Jeopardy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Gaslit's gotten some big stuff going on, right? Lori, you watched that. Is it all over, Gaslit? Uh, yeah, the finale was, I think, Sunday night, so there, I think yes. I might have a, two episodes left to watch. Not that we know how it ends, but I've been surprised at how fascinating that show has been oh, to watch. And actually, starting tonight on CNN, there's a four-part Watergate series that yeah. Patrick was telling me about that he said looks fascinating. Mr. Yeah. Racy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Lovely. Yep. 
tell. How is uh, Sean Penn and Julia Roberts doing in, in Gaslit? Good? Fantastic. Yeah? Fantastic. How about Shea, Wig- Shea Wiggum? That guy? Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, I love him from love- Boardwalk Empire. Yes. And, how, yeah. how is his character? He plays G. Gordon Liddy, yes. um, who was the certifiable, uh, the CIA uh, person that just... Um, He's the only one who never flipped. He's the only one who didn't sing. He just went and served his time and, um, you know, didn't try and make a deal or anything. He just believed, get Richard Nixon reelected at all costs. Ah. Even though the weird thing is, is that Nixon was already winning. Yeah. They didn't even need to do the Watergate (laughs) break-in. That's the worst part about it. I mean, that's karma as a patient gangster. There you go. Well said. Well said. Night, everyone. Have a good night. Good night, guys. Go, Don. Oh, you good.